Welcome back to the next edition of Cooking Up a Convo. I'm Adam Cook. I'm here with uh, Grant Roser, same guy we had last week. Say hi, Grant. Hey, guys. And then uh, we, got a, we got a new face, new voice, Tyson Wilkins. What's up? So uh, today, I just want to talk about, we got a lot of topics on deck, but we're going to start off with Tyson is a basketball player here at Baker. Grant runs track and I play baseball. So we're all college athletes, so you guys just want to talk about what your lives are like being college athletes here at, here at NAI school like Baker? I mean, it's definitely a good opportunity. Um, it definitely right away uh, gave me a good place to find uh, a group to hang out with. Um, I definitely recommend it. Uh, I couldn't see myself not doing a sport in college. Um, it's been a good ride so far. What about you, Tyson? Yeah, I just, it's a great experience meeting new guys. And I'd just say it's a grind for sure. You got to love the sport to be able to play college. You can't like half heartedly do it. You got to love the game, especially basketball. We're in the gym so much. We put all our time to it. You just got to love the game. What is that like being indoors like all day? I mean, it's nice never to worry about the weather. I mean, your games never, rarely ever get canceled. Last year got canceled because of the, Huge blizzard, but other than that, you don't have to worry about getting canceled. In practice never getting canceled. So you don't get like tired of like being indoors the whole time, being like that one like closed space all the time. Not really. It doesn't really bother me a whole lot. All right. Well, uh, so how do you guys do as far as like completing homework and all that kind of stuff? I mean, you definitely have to. You get your schedule, and you're gonna just have to adapt with that. Um, you're going to know what kind of homework you have, and just like having a job and other activities, you're going to have to figure out how to use your time wisely. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, you got to work out your schedules a lot tighter than I feel like other students do because you got a lot more obligations. You got practice, you got lifting, you got. You know, whatever. I mean, some sports have film. Do you guys have anything extra, Tyson, basketball? Um, we have individual workouts that we do twice a week that's in our schedule also. And then October is just a crazy month for basketball because since there's only one gym, volleyball always has the prime slots. We're in the morning a lot, so it's also tough with homework. You need to get it done early so you don't have to do it. stay up and have a 6 a.m. also. It's really tough. you guys have any extra stuff for track, Grant? Uh, I mean, you you wake up at 6 a.m. every day for practice, um, go out, run, you know, a couple miles here and there. Then after that, you got to stretch, all that stuff. Um, then you have weights at 3, so basically you're practicing two times a day. Uh, the, the hardest thing for me is trying to go to bed around 10 o'clock to wake up for those 6 a.m.s. Yeah, I would not be able to do six. You, don't you guys have six AMs too? Basketball. Yeah, last week we had four in a row, but only Grant's, last week. No, we've had them multiple times. That was the worst four in a row. But Grant seems like he has that every day. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the hard thing is we usually will practice and have meets all throughout the week. Our only off days are Mondays, so at least you get an off day. Yeah, exactly. Baseball doesn't get anything. I mean, we get the weekends. Some weekends. On the on the during the fall, but 
for the most like now now that we're finishing up the fall we're pretty busy we got we're working the KU games we work security at the KU games I know you guys probably do that does basketball do that I know track does uh no we just we just work Maple Leaf that's we do our fundraiser then we do a huge uh fundraiser through the e-team sponsor oh yeah we do that too we've done that the past we did like this weekend we already got like forty three hundred dollars raised in three days so that's pretty good wow yeah, so we got KU games, we got scrimmages. I mean, we, we, we've been busy throughout the fall. We basically don't get an off-season because it's a spring sport, but we're playing, we're playing a lot in the fall. Um, so as far as practices go, I mean, obviously, people can get a pretty good idea about what you're going to do in a basketball practice or track practice. What's, this, what's the weirdest thing you've ever done in a practice? A collegiate practice um, here. I'm gonna say the weirdest thing for me is uh, once a year, we, depending on how good how good you are as a runner, they'll drop you off uh, really close to Lawrence, and you'll have to run back. Uh, depends on the runner. Some runners have to do 13 miles. Uh, I only had to do eight and a half. Uh, lucky me, but you know it was definitely the weirdest practice just because. Uh, it's a lot of running, and you just kind of dropped off and have get uh, get your way back to Baker. So that's a lot of fun. So is it like the better runner you are, the further away you get dropped off? Yeah. So like we have people that run half marathons. Um, those people, they're gonna have to be doing the you know the thirteen mile runs. But for people like me who run, you know, four hundred, eight hundreds, there's no point in me going out and running thirteen miles. Um, so yeah. So that's like the weirdest like practice, like drill, you know, I'm talking about like just some stupid thing oh, you've done. Uh, I mean, not stupid thing, but I do have a stupid story about track. So, uh, it was actually last year. Um, uh, we were all doing our warm up run, um, ran out by kind of where the high school is and the soccer fields are. And while we were going there, the boys were in front of the girls, but some guy jumps out of the the woods with a squirrel in his pocket. Not even joking, a dead squirrel in his pocket. Did you know this guy? No. And he jumps out and he's like, "Where's the girls?" And it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, and yeah, we were very concerned. Uh, um, we stayed around the guy not obviously too close we wanted to keep our distance but we didn't want the girls coming by uh so how far behind were the girls i'd get they were probably just mm, 30 to seconds to a minute behind and you know they they just see our concerned faces like hey don't go over there. There's a crazy <laughs> crackhead with a squirrel in his pocket. It was, yeah, I mean, that's Baldwin City for you. Wait, so this is in Baldwin? This is in Baldwin. So yeah. do you, did you like talk to this guy and be like, yo, like, why do you got like a dead squirrel in your pocket? Um, this guy, he, you know, you ask him any questions, he was not going to answer them. He was obviously not. There, uh, he was definitely on something, uh, mentally or physically. <laughs> he, was, he was definitely messed <laughs> up, um, so we did not want to associate with him at all. Uh, did but, he say any words to you besides 
where are the girls? <laughs> uh, I mean, he just yelled, where are the girls? And he kept uh, looking like he was about to hit someone with a dead squirrel. I, mean, <laughs> it, I don't... It, would that feel good or would that like hurt? A dead squirrel? Uh, <laughs> it depends how you know much muscle the guy has. I mean, if he's throwing it like Patrick Mahomes, it might hurt a little bit, but... That is... Yeah, it was, I don't know how to respond to that. Yeah, it's just <laughs> what <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought I got to bring that up in a podcast, but no, that's exactly what I was looking for. Some weird, some weird shit like that. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't. It was a weird situation. Tyson, can you follow that up? Any weird, any yeah, weird no, basketball stories? There's nothing that like, gets even close to that. I mean, I have all the time to think. I can't think of anything like weird that I like done in a practice, but like a drill, maybe. Uh, a drill, maybe, is a. Uh, uh, last week we had to do a drill where like get on the floor like after a ball and I don't know it's just weird when they throw it I, like in the middle of the game it's interesting to like diving and like some people got hurt just the drill that was made up just trying to dive after a ball I thought that was a little weird I think it would be done a different way for sure so you're just sitting in practice just diving on well, the hardwood like, floor for balls to well, work on he, they what? throw it out and then like it's by the sidelines so you gotta jump and throw it and then they roll it the opposite direction so you gotta sprint and then dive up for the, dive after the ball and that's I think it would be done a little bit different than that. Yeah. <laughs> a little dangerous. Yeah, sure. a little dangerous for Speaking sure. of, this this isn't the one I was going to say, but since you said, I mean, I'll say, I'll say that one too, but since you said a dumb drill gets people hurt. So for the baseball team, for guys that are academically ineligible, they have to sit with their backs turned at practice, do like a study hall thing, and once practice is over, our assistant coach, TK, Tanner Kilmer, he um, gets just free reign with what to do with them conditioning-wise. And TK can be a little, a little bit of a nut job sometimes. So last week, I think it was on Friday, um, we had uh, some scrimmage going on, I think, and the scrimmage was over. And then he had the academically ineligible guys come with him. They get they got warmed up or whatever. They ran some triangles, and then he had them go over to the uh, right field foul line fence and their workout or part of their workout at least, was to, like, do fence hops. They had to, like, jump over the fence and land on both feet and, like, jump back over the fence, like, as fast as they could for, I don't know, I don't know if it was reps or, like, time or whatever. But what I do know is one of our freshmen, Peyton Roy, (laughs) he took a spill and dislocated his shoulder. So he still got his arm in a sling this week after – he got injured doing a conditioning drill last week. <laughs> so I guess the moral of the story is get good grades or our coaches will dislocate your shoulder. But the one I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. You can, I think there's better ways to uh, do conditioning than that. I know you think so. That's, that's why I said TK has a mind of his own whenever he gets to you know condition people he's mad at. Uh, so speaking of TK being mad at people he's conditioning, this is something that happened last year, so what I was going to say. Um, so there's this day last year during the spring, we were in season, and a lot of our JV guys skipped practice, or not skipped practice, skipped weights, skipped their weightlifting group. I was not one of those, but unfortunately the whole team had to run for it, and we just had this day of just hell. Like it was uh, gauntless, which are like shuffles all the way across the outfield fence and then we had to sprint from like the foul pole to the other foul pole or like around home plate to the other foul pole 
and like do ab stuff and do another gauntlet. Like it, it was terrible. <laughs> and <laughs> you're laughing. It gets funnier. So uh, I was very tired at this point. We we'd done our like third or fourth rotation of this, and all of us are just gassed. We just want to get out of there. No one really gives a shit about anything except being done. So I'm thinking, I really got to piss right now. <laughs> and we didn't have time to go to the bathroom. So I just, you know, went on the side over through the fence. And um, that, was, that, was, that was how I went to the bathroom because I, we didn't have time between sets. And I think everybody was so tired that we were kind of delusional too. So that's... Mm. You really couldn't hold it? I really couldn't hold it. It was bad. Now, <laughs> and plus, you're running. You can probably attest to this. When you got to pee and you're running, it just... Feels awesome. No. <laughs> the other way's worse. What do you mean? When you got to... When you got to poop. When you got to poop yeah, and you yeah, run. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, you got to <laughs> use a short stride, you know? So, uh, is this your weirdest bathroom experience? I'd say so. I mean... I don't know what other stuff I've done weirder than that. <laughs> but yeah, college practices are not a joke for all you non-athletes listening. I know we got a ton of listeners on this. I got a better idea for a TK for the people that have bad grades. You know that video, like the drill, all those people could be the outfield and TK just hit line drives out of the That's what he should do. I bet he'd love that. That one he saw online, it was like, you have to like run the bases and like he gets to hit him off a tee on, on a line and like yeah. you gotta dodge him. Yeah, do it for like five, ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and if you get hit, you gotta run again. Oh, man. But yeah, so that's our, our college athlete lives are pretty crazy, I guess. But um, what stuff do you like paying attention to? I mean, how how does being a college athlete influence like you being interested in professional sports? You guys? Well, I mean, for me, like sports is basically my life. Been doing it all my whole life. Uh, I mean, just. Knowing sports, doing sports, you just kind of want to be a part of professional sports. I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of that you get that good feeling of, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, I don't know what I'd do without sports. What about you, Tyson? Yeah, Bri, uh, being around sports, that's what I've done all my life, and that's what I'm going to continue to do as I so I'm a sports admin major, and that's what I'm going to do when I uh, grow up. When I get a job, but you can still be. Yeah, I just want to still. That's true. I can still just yeah, being around sports is what I do the rest of my life. So, that's it. Yeah. So I mean, we're all pretty into sports. All three of us. We're all in the same fantasy football league. So I told Tyson before he hopped on this podcast. Me and him are talking about some trade talks right now. Um, Adam's trying to lowball me. You made the offer. You made the offer first, and then I had to think about it. Then I said yes, and you said never mind. So who's who's screwing who here? That was never the offer. It was always that was the offer. Anyway, so he wanted to know. So waiver wires this this week. Uh, it's tonight. I mean waiver wires tonight. It's waiver wire every week. Waiver wires tonight, and he wants to know who I'm picking up because it might impact our trade talks. I told him I'd tell him. 
on air here. So do it. So what do you want to know first? Who's your number one? My number one? Yeah, on your order. All right. It's a running back. Can you guess who it is? This is, this is, I, bet this he plays prior, in the, I bet he plays in the NFC. This is prior to week eight, by the way, if you're listening to this. I bet he plays in the NFC. After to that, tonight. Yeah, he does play in the NFC. I'm guessing he's a Detroit Lion. No. I'm guessing he's an Arizona Cardinal. Yes. Oh. Chase Edmonds. Great. Great? Is that not one of your top two? No, it is. It is? Yeah. Let's go. Who's your? I'm, I'm curious who your other one is. No. <laughs> Tell me. I mean, I'm not changing Grant. it. I'm picking up Chase Edmonds. Yeah, but Grant is He's still going off. Dude, I'm not picking up anyone. I'm I'm happy with my team. I just need wide receivers. So I pick up a wide receiver. There's two. This sounds crazy. How bad the Miami Dolphins are doing. There's two decent waiver wire pickups for wide receivers for the Dolphins. Devontae Parker and Preston Williams. Yeah, you got to look at it right now. <laughs> All righty. Yeah. Because Corey Davis would be a great pickup, but I'm pretty sure someone already has him. So is that your number one? I mean, I, I think that's like the the experts. They're number one, but he's. I think he's. I'm pretty sure he's already owned in our league. But my number one. I don't think he is. I think he's available. Since Grant, how see, long hopefully is Grant Josh Gordon now? Hopefully Grant doesn't take it. But uh, <laughs> my number one is Ty Jones. How long is Josh Gordon now? My number one. Grant goes. Ty I'm not Johnson. picking anybody up this week. Tyson goes. One. I'm picking up uh, whoever it was. It's tough. My Corey number. Corey Davis and Grant's like, yeah. Who's he play for? Oh. <laughs> Running back wise, I think Ty Johnson's a great uh, example because Carryon Johnson's on IR. He so. had one good week though, so. Well, I guess that's just because Carryon Johnson's carry on on IR, Johnson's so someone's got to take over. It's going to be him and JD McKissick, and I think he's going to get. I don't know how much the work he's Did he get, get more touches than McKissick this week? Week seven? I think he did. I'm pretty sure. But he'll take up most of the carries in the first couple downs, and McKissick will come in on third down and be a change of pace back. I'm guessing Johnson will get red zone. Hot takes from Tyson exactly right there. Now. I don't know exactly now if he'll get red zone, but he should over McKissick. All right. Formal Seattle Seahawk McKissick. Chase Edmonds just has been going off. And the thing is, I have. I have David Johnson in my lineup too. Don't get me going about but, David Johnson. What? What about him? They why didn't they just say why didn't they just say him inactive so I didn't have to have him on my fantasy squad and he goes zero point two and two big league. I hate that too. Him. He's my starting running back in our league. And he gets one carry and he's done for the day. And Kingsbury after the game was saying that he only was gonna use him in merge situations. Then why'd you even give him the carry in the well, first place? What was the down that he that he played in? It was like it was in the first series, like one of the first snaps. He got a uh, carry for two yards. So that's I don't his, know how that's, 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 that's his an emergency, emergency situation. situation. <laughs> so uh, I just picked up Josh Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> did you not know he's out? Yeah, but how long? Uh, did you not like? You get a, I think he's coming back. Like, to, this you week, can stash him. Week. I mean, that's not bad. Where's someone dropped him? When yeah. he's out, but how long is he out? Like, I think he's, he's not out for like a season or anything. So. No, I think he's got about like a week or two. I think that's a decent pickup. Well, I mean, I didn't have a wide receiver, so. What do you mean you didn't have a wide receiver? Like, Sammy Watkins was out. Um, I don't even know who else I had, but my team was not looking good wide receivers-wise. 
Well, I have OBJ and Baker Mayfield have forgot how to play football this week, this year, so. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I say that as I'm trying to trade him to Tyson. But Tyson seems to love OBJ, so maybe it doesn't matter. I don't, seem, I don't love OBJ, but. Okay, you love OBJ, but you, you agree that Baker Mayfield isn't the best fantasy quarterback for him. Oh, definitely not this year. Yeah. But, well, at least Eli Manning would not be a good one. But Daniel Jones would be interesting. I mean, I'd still take Baker for Daniel Jones, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, we've hit the 20-minute mark, and we're trying to keep these podcasts about 20 minutes. So thank you guys for your time. Thanks for coming on. Grant, again. Yeah, glad to be back. Thanks for coming on for the first time, Tyson. Appreciate it. Hopefully not the last. All right. We'll be sure to have you back then. (laughs) All right, so we'll see you guys next week.